48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. An infectious diseases expert says Hong Kong should introduce a colour-coded mainland-style app to fight COVID. A government starts a new drive to vaccinate the elderly. And President Biden appeals for national unity ahead of the 9-11 commemorations. An infectious diseases expert says Hong Kong should adopt a mainland-style health code system to prevent COVID-19 outbreaks. Professor David Hoy, one of the experts advising the government on its coronavirus strategy, said a colour-coded mobile app similar to the one used across the border would speed up contact tracing. I think the health code is actually a good measure to try to monitor that if there's any outbreak, uh, the health authority can actually trace the persons involved. And this is a measure not only implemented in the mainland of China, it is also implemented in Singapore. I think it is actually a good measure when you are facing a pandemic, you know, when you have travellers coming from overseas. If there is a health code that will enable the health authority to do contact tracing, that will actually facilitate the control of any outbreaks. The Secretary for Civil Service, Patrick Nip, says the government will pull out all the stops over the next two months to persuade the elderly to get vaccinated against COVID. Mr Nip, who's in charge of the city's vaccination programme, said fewer than a third of people aged over 70 had been inoculated. He said authorities would set up more pop-up vaccination sites at shopping malls, housing estates and public hospitals. We would try every possible channel to facilitate the elderly to get the jabs, including uh, arranging outreach service uh, at shopping malls, uh, in uh, housing estates, or arranging talks, medical consultation and vaccination service on-site in different districts. As regards the community vaccination centres, we will review the situation and very much depending on the capacity of the community vaccination centre. If possible, of course, we will consider expanding the coverage of the same-day tickets to facilitate more people, including the elderly, to get the jabs easily. Police say they've arrested a 36-year-old party room operator during an inspection drive against violations of pandemic restrictions. Officers checked various locations in nine districts last night and found that a party room in Kowloon Bay had breached anti-epidemic rules. 52 people were fined, while some were warned for failing to show their Leave Home Safe app and vaccination records. Two bar operators in Lang Kwai Fong were fined for similar violations and failing to keep tables one and a half metres apart. President Biden has appealed for national unity on the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks on the United States. In a video message, he paid tribute to the nearly 3,000 people who were killed when al-Qaeda terrorists crashed airliners into the World Trade Center in New York and the Pentagon in Washington, D.C. He had this message to those whose family members were killed. No matter how much time has passed, these commemorations bring everything painfully back, as if you just got the news a few seconds ago. And so on this day, Jill and I hold you close in our hearts and send you our love. There are people around the world that you'll never know who are suffering through their own losses, who see you, your courage. Your courage gives them courage that they too can get up and keep going. The authorities in New York say massive security will be in place for the commemorations, though no specific threats have been identified. New York's governor is Kathy Hochul. I just want to alert New Yorkers, you will see increased presence. We've deployed more resources for the Port Authority, the MTA. You'll see more people. You'll see them 
looking a li little bit militarized. But the idea is to let anyone know that you mess with New York, there'll be consequences. A U.S. federal judge has quashed some of Apple's App Store rules, forcing the company to allow application developers to use other payment systems. The ruling is a partial victory for the games company Epic and other app makers. The BBC's James Clayton reports. This was a judgment that had been eagerly awaited in Silicon Valley. Apple makes a fortune from in-app payments, charging developers up to 30%. This amounts to billions of dollars a year. The judge concluded that Apple had acted in an anti-competitive way by not allowing companies to redirect payments away from the App Store to avoid Apple's commission. Some companies offer lower prices outside the App Store, but Apple doesn't allow them to tell customers or steer them to another website. This judgment will stop Apple from preventing apps from doing that. Apple said the verdict was a resounding victory, though they would also be looking at further legal options. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Lawyers for the American woman suing the Duke of York, Prince Andrew, over sexual assault allegations say they've successfully served him with legal papers, a condition for the lawsuit to proceed. In a document filed at a New York court, Virginia Giuffre's lawyers say the documents were given at the end of August to a police officer at the Prince's Windsor residence in England. A judge must now decide whether the papers were indeed served. Prince Andrew has always strongly denied the sexual assault allegations. A former French health minister has been put under formal criminal investigation for allegedly downplaying the risks of COVID-19. Agnès Bouzin appeared at France's Court of Justice. She could face charges of endangering the lives of others. The BBC's Hugh Schofield is in Paris. The Court of Justice of the Republic is a controversial institution which gives the judges and parliamentarians who sit on it the right to investigate, try and convict ministers for crimes arising from their government work. For several months it's had a file open on alleged oversights and failings committed by the Macron government, especially in the early stages of the epidemic. Agnès Bouzin is in its sights because before she left the job as health minister, she made statements appearing to suggest that the Covid situation was under control. But then later she said on the contrary, she left office knowing that disaster was about to strike. The court is also looking into accusations of negligence in the provision of protective clothing to health staff and confusion in the issuing of advice over masks. The head of the World Health Organization in Europe says COVID-19 may be around for years. Hans Kluger said the appearance of new variants made it increasingly difficult to reach herd immunity, but he said it was still important to achieve high rates of vaccination. The aim of a vaccination is first and foremost to prevent more serious disease and deaths and at the same time to unload the pressure from our healthcare systems who desperately have to pick up with other diseases than COVID-19. Mr Kluger said health officials must think about how to adapt vaccination strategies to endemic transmission and learn more about the impact of additional jabs. Tennis and at the US Open, Novak Djokovic is just one victory away from completing the first men's singles calendar year Grand Slam since 1969. He beat the Tokyo Olympic champion Alexander Zverev of Germany in the semi-finals over five sets. Djokovic will play Russian second seed Daniel Medvedev in the final. The last person to win a calendar Grand Slam was Rod Laver of Australia. And with a preview of this week's uh, English Premier League action, here's the BBC's Maz Faruqi. 
And with the Premier League returning this weekend, there really is only one place to start, at Old Trafford, where Cristiano Ronaldo could make his second debut for Manchester United in their match against Newcastle on Saturday. 12 years on from when he first left United for what was at the time a world record transfer fee, he's still in great touch. He became men's international football's all-time leading goal scorer in history during the international break with two headers in a World Cup qualifier for Portugal. Elsewhere on Saturday, the champions Manchester City face a tough trip to Leicester City, a side who have already beaten them this season back in August's Community Shield. Top of the table, Tottenham take their 100% record to Selhurst Park, where Patrick Vieira is still searching for his first competitive win as the new Crystal Palace manager. There's also a huge game at the bottom of the table with rock-bottom Arsenal, who have three defeats and a goal difference of minus nine, hosting newly promoted Norwich, who also are yet to get a point on the board. There's only one match on Sunday, but the atmosphere at Elland Road should be electric with Liverpool, the visitors, to face Leeds United. Brazilian football legend Pelé is recovering in intensive care after surgery. His doctor said the 80-year-old was making satisfactory progress after he had a tumour removed from his digestive tract. And now the weather. There will be sunny periods and isolated showers. Very hot during the day. The maximum temperature will be around 35 degrees in the urban areas and a couple of degrees higher in the new territories. One or two thunderstorms later. Light winds. There will be swells. The outlook very hot tomorrow with isolated showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. A few showers early next week. The current temperature is at 32 degrees Celsius and the humidity is at 61%. And to end the news, the top stories once again. An infectious diseases expert says Hong Kong should introduce a colour-coded mainland-style app to fight COVID. The government starts a new drive to vaccinate the elderly and President Biden appeals for national unity ahead of the 9-11 commemorations. And you're listening to the news on RTHK. And here we go. These next couple, I remember finally. These are a couple of shows that my pops used to watch growing up. Here's Monty Python's theme, little John Philip Sousa, the Liberty Bell.
Little John Philip Sousa and the Liberty Bell. Now, this next tune, I have a little bit of a personal tidbit. Dad used to watch this all the time, and I loved it so much. I loved the theme song so much that I actually learned how to play it on the saxophone and actually performed many solos back in school in the day. So, I'm sure you can probably guess. Here's little Boots Randolph, the Benny Hill theme. Yaggity sack, yaggity sax. Mm-hmm. 